Welcome to Raw Relationships, the podcast that keeps relationships real and wonderful. I'm Melissa, and I'm your host. This episode is sponsored by Psychic Text Readers. They offer genuine psychic advisors for any questions you may have. They're just a text away. PsychicTextReaders.com So, are you still there? Yeah. Uh, oh, just, just from Wi-Fi. Like. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know, for me it's like way better. So. Yeah, <laughs> like, it, it does work better. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. So, vulnerability. What a huge word, hey? <laughs> it is, but um, honestly, it's a, it's an emotion or feeling that not many people like to talk about. Well, and so, so, yeah. Yeah, so when I saw it, I was like, you know what, what a great topic to talk about because this, it'll open up people to new views, mm-hmm. at least from what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah, well, and we all kind of have our own view on vulnerability too, right? Like, yeah, everybody's definitely. different depending on what they've gone through and, and stuff I mean, like that. Definitely experiences. Um, we all go through different experiences and everything, mm-hmm. but the term is so broad yeah. that we can all relate to it in some way or another. Um, yeah. It's like I said, it's, it's, it's a feeling that not many people like to discuss because they don't admit to it. And, you know, anybody's willing to admit to strength or to, you know, envy or anything else. But as soon as you say vulnerability, they're like, oh, no, no, that's not me at all. And it's yeah. like, you know, it's something to open up to. And I thought it was interesting. So when I saw it, I was like, we need to talk about this. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. I've been on this kick of um, researching vulnerability along with trust because I think the two go quite hand in hand. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. And from what I've learned about looking into trust, trust is, again, very broad. So there's a lot of other stuff that comes with trust, like boundaries. And, you know. Exactly. But it's, it's strange because it's, it's like you said, it's all about everybody else's personal experience. Mm-hmm. So it's, it, yeah. it, only, it always comes down to them. Yeah. And I think, you know, for some of us, being vulnerable means something different than somebody else that maybe doesn't have, hasn't been hurt or betrayed or... You know, like I know for myself and my own experience in life, I've been cheated on. I've been, you know, treated badly, abused physically and mentally, you know. So my vulnerability, I have to really work on it. It's something that I have to I have to put myself out there because otherwise I have a wall built so big that nobody is getting in. (laughs) See, but that makes sense, though, because um, with me. I wasn't, e- I wasn't even aware that it was vulnerability that was affecting me. Okay. From my own personal experience, um, I, you know, when I was in my relationships, at least from what I remember, it was, um, they would always, I was, a, I would always be, it wasn't, I mean, I felt fearful, but it wasn't fearfulness. I just wouldn't open up. Yeah. Like when somebody would, when they would try to get close or when they were, or when I would notice they were getting too close. I wouldn't open up to them and I would end up pushing them away. Right. And they would always ask me, well, what is it? What are you so afraid of? And for the longest time, I was never able to answer. Right. And then one day I was talking to a friend of mine and I was like, well, I don't know what it is. And then he was like, have you ever thought it was just you're too afraid to be vulnerable? And I'm like, I've never thought of it. I've never thought of that, that like ever. Right. Yeah. But it made a lot of sense to me. And then, you know, looking back at it, it's like, well, 
now I won't be able to give them the answer, but hey, at least I know the answer now. Well, I think, and being aware of it is the first step to really healing yourself because if you don't know, but you know something's wrong because you can feel something, right? Like you feel an Mm -hmm. energy, um, but you don't know exactly what it is, then it's like sometimes you can almost feel crazy or there's something wrong with you, you know, and then that brings you into shame and everything else. And, you know, that all of those are really negative feelings, which, of course, if you have those in a relationship, then that's not good. <laughs> Definitely. And that's why I said it's it's a very, um, it's a very, it's a, it's a term that's not usually, you know, brought up, you know, it's not a, it's not a topic that's usually brought up and it should be brought up because it is a big, it's a huge deal. It's like communication. Well, I think so. And, you know, the one, the one word, I don't know if it's a word or an action or what it is, but the one thing that goes with vulnerability for myself is faith. So mm-hmm. having faith and realizing that not everybody is the same. Like, even though my relationships have kind of been the same, I have to look at my part in them too. I can't just say, oh, all men are bad because they cheated on me. I have to say, why have all men cheated on me? What is it that I'm doing that is provoking that behavior and it may be as simple as just picking the wrong guy but chances are there's something I'm doing and that's what it was I wasn't I'm not being vulnerable so I'm distancing myself emotionally from them so why wouldn't they look for someone else you know yeah but at the same yeah but at the same time it's like it's it's not it still doesn't make it right no, that's you know for sure yeah it, it's like just yeah. because just because you feel like okay it's it's great to accept that you know maybe you have some role to play mm-hmm. and maybe why a, a guy may lose interest in you mm-hmm. that's completely okay yeah but it's like i'm not going to condone them you know just being hey you know what she's not interesting enough why don't i tackle the situation and get and talk to her and be hey you know what's going on yeah. rather than being oh i'm just going to go look for look look elsewhere it's, yeah. that's still it's still not okay, but I completely understand what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely not okay, and, and nobody deserves to be treated that way. Cause no, that, nobody does. I think for somebody that can't, like me and my daughter were talking about this, because I have, I have four kids, but two of them are grown. Um, my two girls are 21 and, and 19, and my youngest daughter has issues trusting And I think it's brought on because of me, probably, the relationship she's seen, right? Um, So I keep saying to her, it's like you have to kind of give somebody the benefit of the doubt until there's proof. If there's proof, then it's different, right? Like you have to put fact with thought because if, you know, you can feel like somebody's cheating on you, but you know, if you don't have proof, then you have to give them the benefit of the doubt until you have that proof. And that doesn't mean sneak through his phone to see what he's doing. <laughs> like, oh, know. well, I would have been like, go FBI mode on the guy, but never mind. <laughs> yeah, well, I've been there. I've done that. I've done that. But I've learned and I've grown because I get that. And that's like a whole other, whole other recording we could do. Because, you know, on one hand, it's like if you have that feeling you know, you should listen to it because it should, it may mean something. Like, 
I, I get mean, that. <laughs> they usually say a woman's intuition is never wrong. Well, and we, we never really are. No, and I, I have a story about that, actually, if you'd like to hear it. Just to, yeah, just definitely. to prove it to you. Um, let's, I was, let's all prove that women's intuitions are never wrong. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, I was married uh, to a guy for th- three years, I think. And for, like, the... I act like it's no big deal, but <laughs> but I, I've been married twice. I'm on my second marriage now. Mm-hmm. And my first marriage, it was very short. It was three years. And right about halfway in, so a year and a half in, I kept feeling like he was cheating on me. And I was like, I knew I had bad past experiences. So I was trying to kind of just chalk it down to that. Like, And I kept dismissing the feelings I was getting. And then... Mm-hmm. After a while, I couldn't dismiss them because they just wouldn't go away. And it was almost like I felt crazy because I had these voices telling me (laughs) that he's cheating on you. Something's not right. And so I finally would ask him about it. And he'd be like, no, why would I do that? Like, that doesn't even make any sense. And I love you. And I'm home every night. And he said everything right to make me not think about it for a little while (laughs) okay and then all of a sudden it would come back again and it would be like something's not right and so finally um because he just it didn't seem like he would because he was 20 years older than me so I was like 25 and young for him and um but finally I went to a psychiatrist because I thought there was something wrong with me Mm -hmm. and they ended up uh, putting me on antidepressants and some other medication I'm, it's called Risperdal but I'm not quite sure what it's for because they never really explained it to me mm-hmm. um, so I took them I didn't want to because I'm, I'm against all that but I needed to get rid of this voice that was telling me this because it was bothering me and yeah. so for a year I went on the pills and everything and, and it worked but it took away all feeling I had like everything it didn't it didn't just shut them voices off it shut off like my purpose my passion everything and yeah and I ended up in the year I ended up gaining 100 pounds um and just being kind of like lifeless like I was awake and there and I functioned but I didn't so technically they gave you antidepressants but then you ended up being depressed yeah pretty much yeah that's lame yeah that's (laughs) so so one morning I was laying on the couch because I would end up sleeping on the couch Mm-hmm. And his phone went off, and I was like, normally I wouldn't have looked at it, but I felt a strong urge to, like, look at his phone. And so I did, and when I looked at it, it said, you have mail from ashleymadison.com. And I was like, what the heck? So I looked it up, of course, me being me, because mm-hmm. I was a super detective at that time, too. <laughs> uh, I looked it up, and it's ashleymadison.com is a website for married people seeking affairs. And I was oh. like, what? <laughs> was like, you have got to be kidding me. So I made a fake account and I looked him up. And sure enough, there's this picture. And there he even put in there, where he's married. <laughs> and I'm like, no. Oh, man. So he was sleeping in the other room. And I sat there and I stewed. And I was like, oh, my God, what do I do? Like, my heart was racing. I think I was almost having a, an anxiety, a panic attack. And, I know uh, what that feels like. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, what do I do? And finally, I couldn't bear it any longer, probably after half an hour. And I went into the bedroom, and I was like, are you going to wake up or what? 
and he got up and he was like grumpy because he was like what are you doing waking me up like that and as soon as he came out of the room I turned the computer screen to him and I'm like what is this and he's like uh, blah, blah. he tried to justify it in many different ways and I was like no this is it we're done you, I just want a divorce and you can give me enough money to move out like within a week I want to be out of here at um, least at least you at, at least you ended it like oh, you yeah. actually said hey you know what I want the divorce because there's so many who just won't do it either because of the kids or because of some other some other factor mm-hmm. and it's yeah. like honestly yeah it, it it hurts but the best thing to do is yeah leave the person yeah well for me, I would never get over it, and I've been through it enough times that I was like, eh. but yeah, that's, like, my intuition was telling me the whole time, and I didn't listen to it, and ultimately, the reason it made me feel crazy is because I wasn't listening to it. <laughs> exactly, you but know? it's, I, it's like, those people are like, oh, like, it, it's that gut feeling. Mm-hmm. It's like, everybody's mm-hmm. had that gut feeling, but women have yes. that extra sense, that women's intuition, where we're not wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And people just don't understand it. And it's easily acceptable. <laughs> well, it is. And I think this day and age with um, technology and cell phones, it's so easy to be somebody you're not. Definitely. And to hide things. Like I even noticed on Facebook Messenger, they have secret messaging now. And it's like, why do we need that? You know, what? what the, how does this make sense to me at all? Like, so if you want to hide stuff, even on your on your cell phone with your browser, you can have a private browser that you yeah, know, you go incognito, yeah, yeah. And it, but it, see, but this is why I stay away from social media. Um, mm. it, it's I'm 21, yeah. and so when people ask me, "Hey, like, can I get your Instagram? Can I get your Facebook?" I tell them straight. I tell them straight up. You know what? I don't have any social media. They ask yeah. me why, and I'm like, "Well, because it's it's such." it's too much into your private life yeah. anybody can find you well I agree I agree I totally agree and I think like I I've had Facebook forever it seems like but um like I find the only good it does is you know maybe to keep in touch with family members that are away but nothing's private on Facebook <laughs> you know? oh definitely not if you post a picture it's there and you may not think you know you may think it's only going to the one person you sent it to but it's in the in the data waves or whatever you want. Yeah, it's it's in the it's 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 in the cyberspace. Yeah. So anybody can with technology, it's hacked. So. Yeah, yeah, it's not safe. I I agree there, and I think like the only I use it for business because I do. I'm a life coach, and I do. Um, I'm also a spiritual advisor, so I I work a lot on intuition with that as well. So, That's great. Yeah, so I kind of this is what I do and and Facebook is part of it but yeah it's I guess we're running out of time though so yeah I know it's that's what it's telling me they really need to fix that on this I think so they should make it unlimited it's probably just in the test we'll have to I think they have a feedback thing where you can put that on there so we should definitely do do that um if you want you can definitely uh favorite my station and then we could uh talk that way too through like co-hosting okay if you want to do that, that would be cool. And I'll probably edit this one a little bit and stick it in with one of my other podcasts is what I'm thinking, if that's good with you. That's great. Sounds great. Awesome. Well, thank you for chatting with me. It's been fun. Yeah, thanks. Have a good day. You too, all right? Bye-bye. Bye.